Hey, coconut. Hey, coconut. Where were you? <laughs> Say it again. One, two, three. <laughs> hey, coconuts. Oh, sorry. You I'm going to do the timer. I'm okay, going to do okay, the timer. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. We're going to say it on three. <laughs> hey, coconut. No. Wow. You would think I, I love how, two, we'd no. be better at it, but we're not. <laughs> I, I love how it's going three, two, one, and you're going one, two, three. <laughs> yeah. We're oh, my brain. Really, really good representation of our friendship. We do things opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I said I had hemorrhoids in my brain and you were just very concerned because I was very serious? Oh, you're like, Merle. Yeah, you're like, Merle, you don't have hemorrhoids in your head. And I was like, but I think I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Good times. Well, anyways, hey guys, we're back. It is season two and we are more excited than ever. <laughs> yeah, it's season two. We are done with the Netflix the season one season Netflix season of eight yeah, right. episodes <laughs> yeah because the normal Netflix not... season is like eight <laughs> episodes so we did uh successfully do um eight episodes so uh let's just start by saying thank you to anyone that's like still listening to us I know our voices can get like annoying but thank you and keep listening hopefully we'll just you know continue forever till season 100 I guess uh-huh. <laughs> Season a hundred. How old would we be then by that time? Well, Mariah, I know math is not your speciality, so don't even try. <laughs> Listen, I know you're a doctor and all, but I'm pretty sure we won't make it to season a hundred. Why not? It, it would be a hundred divided by eight, and so that would be like no. Wait, I yeah no, I don't get it. <laughs> So it would be 100 times, times eight. It would be 800. So that's eight, yeah, 800. 800 weeks. Okay, 800. <laughs> so how many year, weeks are there in a year? In a year, there's 52 weeks. So 800 divided okay. by 52. How many years is that? That's 15 more years. So we'd be in season 100. Yeah, we'd be in season 115-ish years. That would be so interesting. Can you imagine if we did do something like that? Because it would be like our whole life. Like, you know, like... We would be uh, like like the show ER. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> ER that went yeah. on forever. Because <laughs> I, I figure like with every like decade, something changes in your life. Like, you know, like, I mean, in my 20s, I went to med school, became a doctor. You went to college, became a psychologist. And so yeah. then like in your 30s, it's something else is going to happen. Like, you know, you're gonna become a teacher who a kidnapper a kidnapper that's how yeah that's how I see myself (laughs) well then so I guess we're gonna be recording from jail the next couple episodes (laughs) I mean yeah let's let's push forward for for service providers in jail I mean I'm just listen actually funny story Mm -hmm. one of my students in Nixer he was a very interesting young young guy he asked me, he's like, I asked him, like, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he tells me, and he's like, Miss, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I'm like, you think there's any growing up left? <laughs> he's like, no, but what do you aspire to be? So I'm like, I see myself as a kidnapper because I feel like some people just don't know how to take care of children. <laughs> I mean, I could have said foster care provider, honestly. Yeah. Like, that would have been, like, the easier way. I just I went with this and he's like so how do you see that going down I was like being gunned down by 20 people yeah but the thing is he wanted to be an arsonist oh what (laughs) 
Wow, you guys are like out here snitching on yourself. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah, yeah. snitching on yourself. I don't know. And and the thing is, like the we had so the counselor that was sitting next to me, um, Rija, she turns around, she goes like, I don't even know if I should step into this conversation or just ignore it's happening. And both of us just looked at it like, just ignore it. Just don't yeah. even bother. It's fine. <laughs> no worries (laughs) you know it's interesting that you said foster care uh provider and like that kind of stuff because i love that i think it's so like nice but i think it would be so sad because like you know like if you foster kids they like go away after a while like you know if somebody comes and adopts them so like you don't have them permanently you only have them for i guess they go back to their parents in a in its way but it is i i like it i mean i feel like if i cannot be um someone who can adopt a a child I would definitely want to be there as either a social worker or a foster care provider I don't know man every day I change my career that's what I would do (laughs) see that's what you do in your like late 20s you change your career like 5,000 times so that's completely Uh normal (laughs) yeah yeah what about you someone if you couldn't if you weren't a doctor what would you be um so I really wanted to be a lawyer. You still could be. I really wanted you to be still a could lawyer. be one. I could become like a medical lawyer. You oh, those people suck. They like they make a lot of money, but they are so mean. But yeah, I could do something like that. I mean it's okay. Take out all your childhood trauma on like these like <laughs> poor unsuspecting doctors. Just like yeah, right? be like, yeah, we can't do this. But yeah, you could be a medical lawyer. That'd be so cool. Mm. Who is the person in um in house she was a medical lawyer as well right what was her name Kathy yeah. Catherine yeah the, the the chief right the the chief of their hospital yeah, yeah, yeah. she was also a lawyer yeah right? like yeah yeah she and she's the one who operated on house like that's why house had a limb she was the one that I operated on him yeah she's the one who operated on him that was a flashback that I saw and oh, that's when I, I stopped know. watching house I used to watch yeah. House too, and I stopped watching it when he like got diagnosed with uh, cancer or something. I don't know. He got like really sick. <gasps> and oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm probably not gonna watch it. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I know. Uh, maybe oh not cancer, God. but like something happens to him. He gets like really sick or something, and then he just like disappears. Uh, okay. And I never like watched after that. Like I don't know what happens after. Does he die? Does he come back? And like Ooh. I don't know what happens. So. But that was a really cool show. House, House was crazy. House was a good show, though. I, the one line that I remember, like, with Wilson. Was it Wilson, right? His name was Wilson. Yeah, I friend. think so. Like, his uh, friend, right? The guy that was on call. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think yeah. it was Wilson because it was, like, it was, like, a modern-day Sherlock and Watson kind of situation. And I remember, like, he, Sherlock came into his office and just casually felt like, this seat has missed my butt. <laughs> right because <laughs> he's, like, he's like there's a butt print just for me on your couch and and I feel like I need to have that kind of friendship with like a lot of people um because that's what I aspire to, to have you know yeah. one uh, one of my favorite things that he's ever said was in an interview the guy that played house he goes mm-hmm. like he's like uh, I was a pretend doctor for eight years and it takes eight years to become an actual doctor so I could have just gone to med school this whole time it was really funny <laughs> I was like yeah and then got paid way higher than any doctor would and I was like yep that's uh that's kind of sad and it's so true (laughs) I don't remember what movie it was but I remember watching the trailer and um the it was basically a New York um city cab company and the owner goes like 
you know, there are more doctors working for me than in John Hopkins. And I laughed so hard. Someone, I felt so bad because <laughs> there's so many people who moved to the States. And they just end up like working as oh like taxi God. drivers. Like it's so and bad. That's true. You know, my uncle was a, worked at a gas station for like a couple months or when he moved to a new. Really? Year. Yeah. And now he's like one of the like top pediatricians in Texas so like uh, it's insane like it's true like when you move to um America you have to go through the ringer to get the American dream <laughs> yeah the white fence picket the white picket fence dream yeah. gosh oh my god okay so yeah. we've like really digressed from we digressed <laughs> So as you guys are seeing, we were really missing this, uh, you know, so we're also catching up, you know, from the season two break that we took. <laughs> yeah. Kitchy, yeah. kitchy, cool little coconuts. We miss you. We did miss you guys. All right. So, Morale, you want to tell uh, your our coconuts what we're going to talk about? Body dysmorphia. Yeah. Body <laughs> so we're not, we're not. And body positive we're yeah yeah around all the yeah we're we're not going to be talking about a show a book um or a movie but we're going to be talking about a lot of different things that have to do with body dysmorphia which was covered by a lot of books movies and shows mm-hmm. and by our own personal lives oh, okay so i guess all for right. like starters we can like just like uh start by like defining what like body dysmorphia means like um from yeah. what i understand that uh, it is a it's like literally a mental disorder which is uh, characterized by like having an obsessive idea that like some part of your body is um like severely flawed or like you know it needs like it needs to be like fixed or like it, or it needs to be hidden or um yeah and basically it's like such a bad like disorder that like it's so much obsession involved with it that you like are constantly thinking about it and it like kind of like affects your day because you're it's in your mind like 24 7 like sort of like OCD and which is um which is uh why like body dysmorphia is actually classified as like an OCD um like spectrum like condition like they put it in the same like category like in the DSM yeah so I mean there it's just there's body dysmorphia but then there's also body shaming that is quite prevalent in um I guess all societies right I almost everyone that I know is trying to be trying to look like the Barbie girl doll person that we grew up seeing and playing with but even though we know her body parts were not proportionate to what her body should have been um I feel like people are still aiming to be like the pretty Barbie girl that they've always um, played with as a child. And also, like, if you think about, like, all the Disney movies and, like, everything we watched uh, growing up in mm-hmm. our, like, lives, they've always been so, like, um, oddly per- shaped and, like, but perfect. Like, you know, uh, kind of like a body type that you would never be able to get. Like, you know, if you think about it, like, Cartoon Network, all the moms had, like, the biggest butt and, like, the biggest <gasps> whack and then Listen. the tiniest waist. And they, they wouldn't even Someone. show their face. It was Someone. So Sarah Bellum. Powerpuff Girls? Sarah Bellum. Yeah. yeah. I was That's, literally thinking of Powerpuff Girls Kim. right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even, like, Miss Kim. Who's Miss Kim? Ms. Oh, Ms. yeah, from... Uh, oh, Miss Keen, Miss Keen, Miss Keen, sorry. Uh, from the... Miss Keen. The school? From Powerpuff Girls. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, she was their teacher, yeah. Yeah. Um, even with her, like, she had, like, you know, um, a really hourglass-shaped body. And yeah. they showed her face, but, I mean, she was quite petite as well. 
uh oh my god dexter's dexter's mom dexter's laboratory right 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 it's so odd it's so odd the way their bodies would be and like so how odd. tiny their waists were like that's like literally impossible to achieve like i don't know what they were thinking yeah the only person i feel like was virtually annoying no actually it's just oh it's my hate for the show um do you remember cow and chicken oh yeah 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 i think that was the only mom that didn't have an hourglass body but that makes sense because she had a cow for <laughs> Yeah, I mean, also they showed her like super old and stuff, and like they made her like really ugly or something, right? Or like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they they didn't they, show her face. They didn't show her face. Oh, okay. The parents' faces were never shown. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Then yeah, and I understand why you hate that show. It was like a very disgusting, weird show. Mama had a chicken. Mama had a cow. Dad was proud. He didn't care care how. <laughs> do, 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 do. My God, I remember their cousin, boneless chicken. He was always on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad um but yeah it, it all kind of goes back to current network like what you're saying like everything we grew up like watching and understanding the other thing that i want to talk about like the other thing that i want to point out about body dysmorphia is that it's not even just prevalent in um women it's prevalent in men as well yeah definitely like matt mcgory spoke about it a lot um oh, yeah. this is why like everyone who like everyone who watched how to get away with murder noticed um asher's immediate weight gain in the last season and a half and and that was because he wanted to put a stop to this stupid like body shaming and he had body dysmorphia like he talked about it yeah and he's like you know he was always looked at as a symbol and that was like that was a lot of pressure on him mentally yeah. um yeah. and it did create problems in his relationship right so. yeah I remember reading about that too and he was saying that like when he first got the role like he used to like work out a lot he had like a six-pack he used to be like a personal trainer or something yeah and, like, yeah and, and he said that like during that time he was like the most like depressed and like unhappy and like whatever and then like slowly when he like started like dealing with his mental health and like everything so he like kind of let himself go like no he freed himself basically and, yeah he freed um, himself yeah but yeah, you're right. Like his weight did. Like I just realized. Like he did ch uh, change very much um, in the last season. Uh, I read this really nice post, and I can't find it right now because it's really relevant to this bummer. <laughs> but yeah, he did talk about it with like Jamila Jamila on her podcast on I Way, and that's definitely something to listen to. Um, but yeah, they they did talk about this, and dude, he had like a he had a trainer since he was like fourteen really wow yeah he was, was really he young like, was he like a child actor like was he uh in movies from before or like is he like new to acting I no know, like, uh, he was in oranges is the new black but only for like one yeah. season and then he was in yeah Orange. and then he was in how how to get yeah. away with murder right. but yeah no i think he he was in in sports or something Oh, I don't know. It was just crazy. But he was, he was, he basically said that even in his teenage years, like he couldn't, like he was always told what to eat and what not to eat because of um, something that was basically generating an income. And that was pretty difficult. Right. So. Right. Yeah. And you know, um, one thing when I was like reading up about like body dysmorphia, um, one thing that made me really sad was that a lot of people like just kind of like brush it off and they make it seem like it's just a choice that this person's only like 
like they're just pretending like oh, like you know they're just being dramatic like oh they keep saying that their stomach is fat and they're just be like you know crying for attention or whatever and they don't give it the same kind of um importance as as you would if it was like you know say an overt like mental illness like you know say depression or like something that's visibly like you know so um yeah and it made me like really sad because like i'm sure there's so many like people that are like like hating themselves and not understanding that like that they actually have an issue that needs to be dealt with like you know this thing body dysmorphia actually requires uh proper treatment like you need to um either like you have to get on ssris or you need to take like proper like um it's called like co uh, cognitive behavioral therapy like you have to actually yeah, sit, sit with someone yeah. and yeah like talk to someone about it like you actually need to take proactive like steps to fixing it because it's not something that'll just go away on its own or like because like even if you achieve the goal that you were like a trying to achieve like you know make your tummy flat say but like once it does even become flat you don't actually see it as flat like you still keep thinking like you're flawed and I feel like that's such a vicious and like scary cycle like I like it's really sad that people undermine it and like you know all of that yeah and honestly like cur the current media doesn't really help with all of that because oh, definitely everywhere you look like you're just like oh like I wish my skin was this smooth or I wish mm -hmm. my skin looked this flawless and stuff and like, and you need to realize like, you know, like even like the people on TikTok that are like doing makeup and whatever, by the end of it, they're kind of like airbrushed as well. Of like course. Yeah. real makeup doesn't always look like that, but people just refuse to believe it because, because again, like we come from societies that um, take joy in body shaming other people. Like yeah. my, my cousin has three daughters. Well, at the point, at that time, she only had two daughters. And the oldest one, who's five, was very skinny. And obviously, she was she was getting taller because, you know, both her parents are, like, mashallah, very tall. Mm -hmm. And so she was, her baby fat was sort of, like, kind of getting distributed because she was, she's a growing girl. And her family was just, like, uh, back home, they're just like, oh, she's so thin, she's so thin, you don't feed her, you don't feed her. And she comes back uh, to Jeddah, and I was talking to her, and I was like, you know what? And I was like, don't even pay heed to this stuff because in a few years, they'll be like, oh, she shouldn't be eating. She shouldn't be eating. She needs to be thin. And then she's like, yeah, it's exactly the same thing because it was the same thing with her and her sisters. And honestly, with me as well, like I remember being pulled into rooms, like closed doors and having a very serious conversation. It wasn't even being, it wasn't even a conversation where I was being talked at by someone from my family that would be like, oh, Merle, you're too fat. Like you need yeah. to lose weight. And I feel like saying that to someone who's 12, yeah. not okay oh my god that and is so messed up yeah that's oh. so messed up like you what, know what the hell yeah uh, one time uh like uh, as a whole family we went to this other like uh auntie's like house like back when we were living in canada and uh, yeah. i remember we were like all at the uh dinner table like we were all having food and stuff and the uncle like the dad of the other family legitimately when everybody was sitting there like on the table or whatever he goes like to me he's like oh um someone like oh have you considered like you know like losing weight and I was like the frig like you invited us to dinner I'm eating your food and now you're like you know calling me out like whatever it was so awkward and like you know it, it, this was like a really long time ago too like I, it was like in the earlier years of when we were living in Canada I think I was like 13 14 like I wasn't like I was not that old like you know and so like I swear to god that like really like 
it was traumatizing for me and I hated going to their house from then on but like then like the the dad like he used to travel a lot so like he wouldn't always be there but like what I mean to say is I would be like scared of going to their house because I was just like I like it was just so embarrassing like it's so awkward like it's one it's none of your business yeah because because you feel uncomfortable as well like I get that there's like okay there's like a fine line between concern and like and shame right yeah. Like I know some people are genuinely concerned and they're like asking you like, "Oh, are you okay? Um but look, uh, maybe you, know, you should like cut down on this and whatever." But I don't but, like, but, like that telling... either because it's like none of their business firstly. And yeah, secondly... but but someone like I feel like if you're do you get me like, yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah. But again, there's like a way of having that conversation yeah. but, ha- but saying that to like a 14 13 14 year old, like even with me like a 12 year old, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. what is wrong with you that yeah. If anything, that's going to, like, contribute to so many, like, I am friends with so many, like, uh, the girls that I'm friends with, like, mashallah, they look like models, okay? But I'm not going to let that get to me, because some people have said that to me. They're like, oh, your friends are so pretty, and, mm, yeah. you know, like, what about you? And another girl is just... Why would that? Yeah, okay, anyways. I don't know, and it's just like, what the hell? But it's, it's not okay. I feel like this, also the stupidity that, like, you know, we constantly need to lose weight to fit... Because the thing is, like, our clothes are doing this as well. Like, whatever brands you want to buy clothes from, they're the size that you want. Like, you know, like, I know right now that, like, if I wanted to buy something, it would be, like, size 14 um, in one place. But, like, in another place, it would be, like, size 20. And then you feel, like, ashamed because you're just, like, mm. but if I didn't have that, cognitive, like, if I wasn't conscious about that whole thing, mm-hmm. I would really let it get to me because it's so easy to to let that get to you like in this society and right especially like when you're colored like when you're do you mean like some of my friends um some people that I know have have received like have taken have have had liposuctions they've had balloon implants put into their stomach like I yeah can you imagine I used to go out with this girl all the time and we used to have so much fun eating food together but then after she got her surgery done it was like it honestly affects your social life as well because I'm trying to have a meal with her and have a conversation and she would only have two bites and one to throw up because her body couldn't handle it anymore. And that was so, like, it was so difficult even for like a friend to look at. Like, I I'm, I want to complain about life, you know, and complain about like, oh, the bad coffee I had at work today. But I can't do that because, well, you're literally physically, you're throwing up right now because of yeah. something that you've done to yourself because of what society has forced you to do. And and I, I hate that. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to each their own, you know, if they want to get a balloon implant, go ahead. If you want to do this, go ahead. But make sure that that's your choice, not that someone has pressured you into it. Yeah. And uh, like, yeah. not because you think that you're going to achieve happiness if you like, I think your happiness should not be linked with what your body image is. And that's what media does. Yeah. Like, you know, they literally link your, yeah. if you're like, you know, if you think back, like the cartoons and everything we used to watch, if there was like an evil person, mm-hmm. they would be fat and ugly and like, you know, whatever. But like, Ursula. You know, yeah, but the uh, the good people or like whatever, they would always be like skinny and perfect yeah. or whatever. So like, I think yeah. like, all of this conditioning makes us think like oh the villain is always like fat or ugly or like you know that and so then you start like only just like associating negativity with it so maybe that's what like you know makes somebody like think that oh like no but it's also yeah like exactly and just to add on to that like even the boys in our society are taught like I'm sorry oh god so many people have said this to me and I hate it when they say this 
Dude, I personally, so it's none of their business. Men are so stupid. They don't it's not how female hormones work. So difficult. Like yeah. I'm not blaming hormones on like you know uh, like obesity or like or whatever, but like it is one of the causes for it. Like you yeah. know what relate like does it? Because like I don't know if you remember this, but like once I got my like when I uh, got my periods the first time, I legitimately there was a change in my body. Like I definitely started like gaining more weight. Like you know like yeah. it really like started from that point onward. So like mm -hmm. I yeah like hormones really do play a role so people need to uh yeah men need to keep their opinions to themselves for sure it's not even just men do it like it's the it's the people that raise them as well like so many people oh, yeah, i cannot tell you Fact. how many people have come up and told me Miral, men only look at like beauty like firsthand so um you need to lose weight and start wearing makeup all the time and it's just like listen what if i don't want to yeah right because i'm sorry uh i don't i'm not a star plus actress like i'm not gonna be sleeping in full ass makeup i'm not gonna be waking up to like you know 1500 bangles and like <laughs> makeup and like properly pressed saris like i'm yeah. gonna be in pajamas i will look homeless and i take pride in looking homeless you know like at home i'm very comfortable in my in my oversized t-shirt and tights and yeah. also like i just realized this weekend that i was talking to someone and um she asked me what was the one thing that I took uh, took into account and like started practicing in my life after I came back from Sri Lanka, like when I was briefly there. And I told her that the one thing that I realized now that I've picked up on is that the women over there don't give a F. They don't, you know, like they just, all the women that I met, um, they did not, they did not shave their legs. Okay. They would be going into business meetings with like plastic slippers. They wouldn't care because literally everything that they're bringing into the onto the table, like contributing to yeah, the table. Like, I am not even kidding, dude. Before I went to Sri Lanka, I would have like a little amount of like concealer on, a little bit amount of this and that on my face, and it's like my skin can't handle it. Honestly, like I'm gonna be honest about it, my skin cannot handle makeup. Um, but right. that's what like that's what I took from Sri Lanka. Like you know. No one cares. Like even when I was working in Pakistan, I think the only time I wore makeup was like for a wedding. I would meet people without makeup. Yeah. I'd go to work without yeah. makeup and the confidence, like it's terrible. It's so bad. Yeah. You know, like don't pay heed to these stupid comments. Like that's fine. But back to like body image, like I know I'm sorry, I'm digressing with like skincare and whatever, but like like body dysmorphia is such a real thing. And do you get me like recently I just saw this show called tiny pretty things pretty tiny things mm -hmm. pretty tiny little things I don't know something like this so it's about like a ballet school murder and that blah 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 hated the Muslim representation in it but I will only anger rent rent anger rent about it later on um but, but the one thing that they did show was that um Oren went up was it Oren I don't know whatever one of the male ballerinas male ballerinas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused whatever one of the yeah. male students yeah. in this ballet school yeah, yeah, yeah. he had body dysmorphia so he was barely eating food and the only thing he was concerned with was that like his um his roommate's uh body looked like a washboard whereas even though he was pretty skinny but he had body dysmorphia because people kept making fun of the fact that he was chubby as a kid and even his like administrative person was just like uh before me you were just a chubby little kid who wanted to dance Oh and God. I think that is, yeah, it's so damaging. Like yeah. people say these yeah. things, you get me like, even if you don't have it, 
like Demi, Demi Lovato had it. Okay. Yeah. And she's a body positive person. Now everyone looks up to her. It was really bad for her. And I mean, for, for us, like for personally, for me, I feel like it's so toxic. Like you, do you get me? Like, it's just put out there. Like someone recently told me like, you know, like, oh, Merle, like you're not going to lose this amount. Oh my God. Forget that. Oh, please. The other thing that I hate is how some people love overstepping. And um, recently, this, this person that I met, I'm not even that close to, by the way, like I would happily accept her talking to me about whatever she wants to. I'm just not chummy with her. She casually goes like, oh, I hope you don't mind. Do you have PCOs? And I was like, oh, my God, I'm not even who are you? Yeah. Like, why are you so in my house? Exactly. That was terrible. That yeah. was very annoying. And I hated that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I'm very people frustrated right now. I'm like, like a little triggered. People like <laughs> learn these like random words and they think that it's okay for them to just throw it around. Like, I mean, if you actually mm-hmm. meet somebody that suffers from PCO, uh, they'll tell you how damaging and unhappy their lives can be because of this condition yeah. or like how much like how much trauma they go through because of it. And then like have somebody like just like freaking like flinging this word around like as if it's nothing like I I don't know like it's really really rude like I mean she really needs to like re-educate herself about like things you know so yeah yeah, like I totally understand how like offended uh, and like you must have felt like it's crazy (laughs) it's crazy especially because like I know you started your story by saying that she was in your house like I mean hello lady (laughs) (laughs) I want you to leave now please (laughs) please leave the same way you came exactly like don't let the door hit you on your way out (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just I I don't know I mean there's so much I could say about so many people but you know you just keep it yourself like again okay everything you needed to know to survive in life was taught to you in kindergarten okay Mm -hmm. if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all Say please and thank you. Do not cut yeah. in line. Always knock. Always smile. Always be helpful. I mean, why is it so difficult for these people to understand? Right. And yeah, it's 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 very triggering. I I mean, I don't. So listen again. Annoyingly, I'm a teacher. Woohoo! But one of my students, she's eleven and a half. Seven. Eleven and a half. Right. And we were taught, we took a unit on how to be fit. And I told them that, you know, like I made them omit the, like this line that said that, you know, you shouldn't be overweight. Like, I'm sorry, you can still be fit and still gain a little bit of weight. You're a growing person. Yeah. And I kept saying like, you, you guys are growing bodies right now. You know, like we're constantly under construction. We're constantly growing. Um, for you guys, it's completely okay for you. Like, you know, gain a little bit of weight, maybe lose a little bit of weight, you know, here and there, whatever. This girl's 11 and a half and she writes to me. Miss, now instead of having um, lunch during lunchtime, I have a cucumber and then I have an apple during the evening because I need to lose weight. Why, sweetheart? Who is telling you to lose weight? Parents don't help. Yeah, especially. Don't even get me started. Oh my god. Don't help with it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm. I'm convinced one of my one of again one of my twelve year old students has fillers. Mm -hmm. I'm also convinced another one got a whole like carotene um treatment done yeah right. and another one got like i'm sorry why are you making 12 year olds get manicures and pedicures let them yeah. run around and play in the sand exactly like yeah. what are you turning them into you know it's so sad amaral if you like look at tiktok or like if you like look at those kind of things everybody is so like 
freaking perfect in that like it's so ridiculous like it's unattainable for and actually it shouldn't be forced on a kid to even try to look like that because i know like when we were like in our like 12s and 13s and 14s we like had fun like you know we played in parks and we like yeah you know, went on the... I was a fat kid but I was a happy fat kid yeah like know? we experienced like life and stuff but like these kids like if from like such a young age they know they just want to be like you know perfect they want to get their hair done they want to do makeup and they want to go to school looking like that we never had that yeah. like thing in us that we wanted we didn't we didn't yeah like gossip girl and this too like yeah yeah and also like dude also the show is like i'm sorry pretty little liars let's be honest um no not pretty little liars tiny dancing or whatever tiny things pretty tiny things yeah Yeah, but even that like the the students are like a little younger they're they're not modelish crazy pretty okay like if you look at riverdale yeah I actually had like a student who came up to me and she was like oh I wish I could be in state right now so my life could be a lot more like Riverdale and I was like sweetie do you realize that that is not an actual representation of an American high school yeah, and she's yeah. like oh miss what do you know and I was like no see I went to high school overseas yeah. I have been part of an American middle school yeah and I assure you that stuff is not normal Riverdale yeah. is something that people like make fun of honestly yeah. so <laughs> yeah but no but like you yeah. know what uh, in america though like a lot of schools have kind of started becoming like that like you know kids like e- even in dubai like when i like look at the students that come out like you know to the community center near my house they yeah. look so pretty and so like um you know like taken care of like uh, they dress <laughs> so well and like everything yeah. it makes me so like confused because like the way I looked when I was in school not only because like I was like chubby or whatever but like I just like didn't care like I my hair was never done up I literally did not know how to use makeup until like college like yeah like I or like I never felt the need to ever use makeup like I never went through that phase or like anything um but yeah like you know so this is like really strange maybe because like I guess um like times have changed as well school is like different yeah but like I don't know I guess but I mean I don't know were you like that and also like the co-ed school because I was in co-ed school up until grade seven um did um, feel the need to it no, I wasn't but like you know what I remember when I was in like grade eight or like nine um in my in the public school that I was in I remember like I think it was grade eight and I remember like it was the time when like all the girls like started like you know doing makeup and like using like lip glosses and like those kind of things because like you know back, like I think lip gloss was more popping in the yeah. early 2000s as opposed to like now so like yeah they would all like start doing that and I like I told my mom I was like I mean I want to buy a lip gloss too so she took me to shoppers drug mart and I bought my first like lip pink lip gloss and I like and then like you know the next day I made it a point to put it on before I went into class but like yeah so I guess it, it was only like that much though like you know I guess our time was much better as well like yeah even though there was a lot of body shaming and like whatever but like still like when we were in school I think it was a little bit better a little bit there was man I remember like I was in grade nine oh, at least, you oh, were in sorry. grade 10 sorry to interrupt yeah, you yeah, I was just gonna say that at least like Disney Channel and stuff they didn't show such perfection like you know Hillary Duff wasn't like skinny like a stick like yeah yeah she she's a she's a body now. positive model yeah. yeah like you know so and she she posted something recently as well like in 2019 that um you know pregnancy is about gaining weight and like you guys should be proud of your bodies and blah yeah. blah blah so yeah, our, tell me about Lizzie McGuire 
yeah so our idols were like a bit more like more average like you know but then like now like what hum, like what, while Hamza was going on I feel like Disney Channel was a bit more like you know very like skinny model-y uh, six-pack abs can't imagine kids having six-packs man like what the, what the hell <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god okay so I don't want to like throw a curveball at you or whatever but like um you know the whole like body positivity movement and stuff what are your you're throwing a curveball <laughs> you are throwing a curveball at me <laughs> what, are your, what, are, what is your take on that what is your hot take on that my hot take on what I didn't ask I didn't understand your question uh like the I'm stupid like, monkey uh, body positivity movement and like you know um uh, like the conversations that are around it like what do you think about it like because I know a lot of people have like positive and negative opinions about it like the negative opinions being like oh that they're promoting obesity or they're like um promoting like a negative lifestyle and like all of that so like, no what are your opinions oh my about God. that dude this is ugh. this is what pisses me off about human beings okay we're so into extremes so a good question <laughs> like yeah it is a good question ugh, I hate you now listen to me rent for 10 minutes Yes. Um, no, I won't. I won't. <laughs> I won't. I'll try to summarize it in two mm-hmm. minutes. No, I'm kidding. Um, but this is the thing, like everyone falls into extremes and, and I feel like everyone takes it to such an extreme level. Like, again, listen, what, what this, what this movement is trying to do is promote self-love. Like even for like, okay, like Jamila, Jamila, uh, like she's, I don't know, for some reason, a lot of people disagree with her okay one person who i thought would completely agree with her went like oh um i don't like her and i was like what do you mean like she's not saying anything wrong you know and she was like yeah but her opinion on abortion is something i don't agree with and then i told her i'm like listen you don't have to agree with someone 110 percent you know you don't agree with your mom 110 percent you don't don't agree with your sister or your best friend on on things 110 percent what jamila jamila is trying to do which i personally love is she's trying to like show you what diet culture is what it is like for, for what it really is and how what feminism feminism is not like and also what self-love is because again like I know some people are like oh they're promoting obesity listen some people can't lose weight but they're still fit okay why are you shaming them if I want to go into um, a wedding and decide to wear a you know whatever a full sleeve thing or if I decide to wear a sleeveless top um showing my cellulite that should not affect your life that that's my own thing and I should feel comfortable in my own skin you should not be the driver of my skin because I should be happy Demi and this is what the whole movement is trying to do like to get me it's just it's so stupid like we're they're not promoting obesity perhaps like I think it's it's very much it's promoting self-love and be comfortable in your own skin and take it to your own time zone like um, for example, a lot of people I know worked out during lockdown. I didn't. I yeah. ate food. I became a happy couch potato. And when people would shame me for it, I was like, listen, I'm very comfortable being a couch potato. If you have a problem with that, take it somewhere else because yeah. I don't really care. Yeah. Like you worked out, good for you. You rode, good for you. You yeah. went on the treadmill for like 15 hours, good for you. Yeah. I sat on the treadmill, listened to a few Daisy uh, Indian songs, danced to it had my own little party for 15 minutes and was yeah. convinced that was my exercise for the day yeah no one should be telling yeah. me what to do right mm-hmm. that's what that's my take on it like I yeah. feel like I support it 100% I love listening to the Iway um podcast as well and I know like I've talked about another podcast on our podcast 
I'm just saying, like, even the page uh, in itself, like, if you if you read through it, like, it's all about it's all about what you weigh in terms of like your own love and yeah yeah and the eye weight thing is really nice because it's uh it's your weight in like what you love about yourself like what your accomplishments are as opposed to like what your weight on a scale is because that's not really what defines you as a person it like you know what yeah. you are is what defines you as a person like you know you're like say you're a mother or say you're you know like you're a sister you're like um a ceo of something you're a doctor you're a psychologist you're this you're that like those are the things that dis- define you as opposed to what like your scale says um yeah, yeah. that's a really good thing and also like in what you were speaking about the uh like the things uh the criticism of the body positive positivity movement um i think you're right like you know i think people like don't understand what the goal of the movement is they are assuming that like oh you're promoting this or you're promoting that but like what they're actually just trying to say is that they want to change like how um like society sees uh bodies and like just like create like an acceptance for like all types of bodies and also remove like unrealistic realistic body standards and stuff and um yeah and they're just basically promoting acceptance like you know like it's so ridiculous to me like whenever i look at like comments on like uh you know like lizzo the singer like uh, the comments under her profile are usually disgusting they're like always like oh ew you're so fat ew i can smell this picture ew barf faces and ew it's so effing mean like all her like not all obviously there's like nice comments as well but like major- a lot of the her comments are so negative and it makes me feel so like like who are you to say anything like firstly like imagine if um like imagine if she knew like if if she wanted to lose weight or if she wanted to do anything like you know she has a mirror in her house she has everything in her life like she can do whatever she wants like it's her so like that's the thing like uh, they're trying to like this body positivity movement they're trying to create like acceptance like for other people like not for the people that are like getting shamed and stuff it's for other people to understand that this is normal you can look like this and you can be healthy and you can be you know like happy you can be happy yeah and accepted exactly do you get me like the you shouldn't like uh, the other thing is yeah you shouldn't be shamed like like, kindergarten class which we have to give to adults for some reason yeah like I'm sorry I've met adults in Pakistan who very casually comment on my weight but also this is what I love they commented on me being overweight they commented on another guy being underweight but then their final line was um but because they're ours we love them like in Urdu, it was just like, Apni hai to hai, you know, like whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, it's uh, not love though. Like, you know, the way you're no. shaming um, you, me, you, like, you know, it just means it just gives us like a really negative sense of our body. And then, therefore, it kind of gives us like this feeling yeah, like, not good enough. It makes you so upset. Else. Like, exactly. Know, like, it really does affect your life and like even the workplace because then you'll feel like, um, you feel a lot smaller because like somebody's like insulted you and like said that you're fat mm-hmm. or you're like not like pretty enough to fit into yeah. like whatever so then like you feel like unhappy and it like just leads to a vicious cycle which like you know you get depression then you overeat you get like more fat and then you get more yeah depression. it's just it's like a it's just you're cycle. just it's like a cycle yeah you're just sucking into a vacuum of yourself yeah. exactly like body yeah. image <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's yeah. really really bad um i remember what happened it was so funny dude so again i was a pretty staple child with my weight okay I'm not even kidding you if I went and wore like my high school uniform right now I would fit into it in fact I'd love to wear it right now I love it um anything and everything just for our next episode 
Oh my god, I need to like dig That's it and so find cute. it. You I'll can wear, find it. We'll wear prom dresses in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> sure. No one's looking at us, but sure, why not? Yeah. I'm um, looking at you though. <laughs> yeah, you're looking at me. I'm looking at you. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, so I had this thing that my mom bought for me at the age of again, I was what 14. And at the age of 26, that's 12 years later. I have this thing in proper mint condition because again, I didn't wear shalakamis that much that often. And um, the pants didn't fit too well. And my aunt goes, why isn't it fitting you? And I was like, why is wrong with you? Like, do you realize this is like 12 years old? One, two, why are you yelling at me? Like, oh my God, so I gained oh a little God. bit of weight. It's so, mean. <laughs> like, so mean. But it's, it is one of those things, like even people closest to you will be like, you know, like when when I became vegetarian, everyone just assumed, oh, Mal wants to lose weight. This is not the way to lose weight. Habibti, Habibti. No, I don't want to lose weight because I, I don't want to stop eating meat because I don't lose weight. I stopped eating meat because I don't like mass production. I feel uncomfortable after eating meat. After eating meat, I physically feel ill and feel like I cannot retain information or have proper like cognitive thinking. Right. So it's my mm-hmm. own thing. But for some reason, you have convinced yourself that I am so fat that I need. But that acts like honestly, if you cut protein out of your diet and you're only eating like like vegetables, some of them are just carbs, dude. You yeah. you actually yeah. gain weight after like you stop <laughs> eating meat. It's so stupid and it's oh so God. annoying. Speaking of like aunties and stuff, I swear, like, you know, when you go to like a dinner party and stuff, and if you like say you took like a little bit of less food and it's only because you don't like her cooking and you just hate her food, but like, you know, they don't like, don't like eating. Yeah, they go on like a freaking like rant and like they're like, oh, she's trying to lose weight yeah. like in front of everyone, and you're like, oh God, next Diet time they're, here, they're gonna. Oh my God, I hate this life. <laughs> No, no, I hate this line, diet cardio, and it's like, no, and you know what's amazing, this is what pissed me off, so my sister is, anyone who knows us, my sister and I don't look like sisters, okay, I'm chubby, my sister is thin, all our lives, I have bought overweight clothes, we have the exact same family dynamic, (laughs) 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 it's the same family dynamic, it is so so weird, like, we lucked out, man, but, like, our entire lives, my mom's so funny, she's like, oh, girl, can we oversize out there, no, I can we undersize out there, right, and, like, whatever, and we joke about this stuff, but, again, my sister actually eats more than I do, I don't eat that much, I just, I get tired of eating, whatever, like, I'll eat, I'll, I love snacking, I can always eat, but I don't eat that much, right. my sister eats a lot, and alhamdulillah, like, she's fine, you know, like, she's fit, she has a high metabolism. Why yeah, are you annoying her? It's about metabolism as well. Like, you know, it's not just yeah. it's not about like how much and then, you eat and work yeah. out or whatever. It's about but like, but all this stuff can yeah, but all this stuff can like get to you. Like, um, weren't you telling me that there were like two sisters who were actually quite like really um really thin, but one of them was can was made to be convinced that she was chubby yeah oh my god yeah that was such a sad like thing um because it happens a lot in pakistan and they were ta- talking about like um their relatives and uh and back in pakistan how like uh literally those two girls are beautiful like they're so skinny well not the skinny part is the what i mean is that they're beautiful and also they're both very skinny maybe like yeah. the, the second like the older sister i think she's like maybe like what like five pounds more than the younger sister 
and that girl mm-hmm. was like saying that like every time we sit together they're like oh like um you know um uh, like the this one the younger one she's so beautiful but like you look like you've gained a lot of weight and and she's just like what the shit like it's so like ridiculous I, I mean it is so sad and I've had that happen to me once too like you know it was me and my sister we were um visiting someone uh in uh in pakistan and uh we were like sitting at a table and then like uh one of the girls whose house we were in uh, whose house we were in her aunt she was like oh um uh, she was like oh you know your younger sister she looks really pretty but like you know you've gained like a lot of weight like you know you should like try my and god like and then like but the thing was like um uh, the girl she got like really upset she's like like she she told her aunt off she was like no don't say that like you know and then i i didn't say anything i always like i like laugh it off and i'll like oh i was like oh yeah, yeah. hopefully yeah fingers crossed <laughs> like, i laugh it off like as well honestly <laughs> yeah i mean i laugh it off as well but it's just you know like honestly there's a fine line like how much you know I, can you like, take? sorry like one sorry for cutting you off again but like one thing no, no, i really, fine. really really hate is when they do it when they compare sisters like okay because we are you are born to be best friends with each other like I'm not gonna have you like try to create like some kind of rift and make her feel like oh I'm less than her or make her feel like you know she needs to pity me or some shit like you know that's disgusting no we're friends and I don't want you to like interfere in this like at all like I I will never see my sister as competition and I know she will never see me as that like we will always like try to uplift each other and we'll always try to like you know be each other's like freaking like number one fans like you know that's how I see it like like whenever like Sana gets like some kind of success or whatever it like makes my heart like explode with happiness and like yeah so yeah. like I don't want like somebody to say like negative things between sisters especially like I, I don't know about friends whatever but like sisters that's a sacred bond like don't ruin it <laughs> yeah don't don't ruin it yeah. like why do the thing is like you put like it's so easy for people to put other people down and it's like people just take it and we shouldn't be taking it. Like, I remember um, I was watching an interview with Pakistani twins. I think only one of them, one of them hasn't been on a show in a while. The other one just recently did like two very controversial shows. Um, again, about like sister relationships, but it was Iman and Minal Khan, but Minal herself said like they're identical twins. Some of their identical twins. Minal just had like, again, I think she had like an, a kg more than Eamon <laughs> and she was immediately labeled as the as the fat twin wow that is insane. it is nuts and like I remember oh my god I remember like um I think it was in grade eight and Mr. Lal was like teaching us about like different newspaper articles and how like um you know how like we have like clickbait and she's just like you know like newspaper headlines have to be um eye-catching and really catchy and something that you know just you want to read and they have to be witty but like they were talking about the queen, the Duchess of York or the Queen of York, and they changed her name to Pork because oh she had started becoming portly. Yeah, and I and I was just like, that so is insane. That is nuts. Yeah, like it even a duchess or like a princess or a queen or whatever, even they're not like safe from this kind of. They're not. You know, you're right that the men are in this conversation too like they suffer from it too but like honestly women have been going through it for so long and it's way more pronounced like it is terribly yeah. like um unfair towards like uh, to what like some of these women have gone through like I feel like one yeah. of the reasons why uh, Demi Lovato went down the spiral and like you know got into like drugs and like all of that stuff I believe one of the reasons was because she got body shamed so much every time she like gained even a little bit of weight they would like constantly like just you know shame her and like compare her to other like celebrities like um yeah you know, like, 
Selena Gomez, who was like around her age, they would just be like, "Oh, she's so." They're best friends, yeah. yeah. And you're so like that, like you know. So I'm a hundred percent sure that really like went into like uh, factored into her downfall and her mental health and stuff. So yeah. like, that's just like terrible, like you know. And everyone's on their own journey, dude. Like if if somebody's like you know not your standard of beauty, it's yeah. none of your business. Like you know, for it's them, none of your business. standard is exactly. different. You know, like. Yeah. each their own like for them they could look in the mirror and be like yeah I like myself like I'm doing all right yeah <laughs> like I, I swear like oh my god I remember I had like the funniest it wasn't a, even an argument or a debate but it was like my some of my friends just find it so funny when I tell them like oh you know I find like a dorky guy someone who's like really lanky or like really boxy looking like give me like short and chubby like I think those people are like really cute and attractive a lot of people don't find that attractive. And I was like, I find that attractive. But honestly, at the end of the day, it's a personality and mindset that matters to me. I don't I don't care like what the body looks like. And okay, so one person that I love, okay, I have to mention her. Super body positive. Like this woman is hilarious. Um, Faiza Salim. Oh yeah. Right? That was, a lot of that was her last name, right? I don't think you do. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Like, why would you look like Faisa Salim? You guys have very similar humor, though. I think people, like, say it because she's a comedian. And I, like, usually when I meet someone for the first time, I'm like, and I I literally am just, like, standing there doing, like, a set, like, a stand-up set. Because I just, (laughs) I don't want silence. And I just want, like, everything to be funny and, like, lighthearted. So, like, yeah, I think it's more, like, because I'm also a comedian type. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Faiza Salim is definitely like she's she's a lawyer by um by education, but okay. she's like the founder of like Khawatoons and stuff, which is like a, an all woman improv group in Pakistan. I love her stuff. She is super funny, and the thing is like, so when she got married, a lot of people were just like, "Oh, she's bad." Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, um, her wedding pictures, she was actually titled as the happiest bride. I think it was 2019 or 2020. I don't know when she got married, but I think it was 2019, actually. Um, but yeah, they they titled her because she she legit did not pay heed to whatever people said. She didn't wear heels to her mendy. She wore sneakers. I love She's that. like, whatever. So yeah. She's like, I it's my day. I want to be comfortable. I'm going to be dancing around. I don't want to be wearing heels. Right. I want to be in my sneakers. And it was, it was so cute. So I... I really like people like that, like, you know, don't pay heed to whatever crap is happening. Also, like, this whole ideology of, like, oh, we're not going to send her a proposal because she's, like, 10, 10 kgs, like, fat right now. I wonder if this weight. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Go away. Like, I, I remember watching this movie once. Um, I think it was called Chamatkar. It was, like, Shahid Kapoor's movie. And there was this actress. She was, she was like, the protagonist, the actress's sister was overweight. And um, the guy who was getting married to her was like an arranged marriage and he kept making fun of her. And at the end of it, she broke it off. And he's like, why are you breaking it off? She's like, you know, um, my weight, I can gain it. I could lose it. But how are you going to gain a better personality? That was a really good movie to watch because um, even though it was it was just like a side thing, um, it was it was quite body positive like she she was just like you know if I'm snacking why should I be shamed for snacking yeah. like let me snack yeah so. you know what some people like uh, especially like uh like I don't know like I don't want to be rude to men <laughs> but especially like boys and men are like whatever but more boys not yeah men. but like yeah um one thing that they do is like they tease you about your weight and they think it's like normal and you're they're just being friendly and they're being nice but honestly like there, there's so much like um 
like they don't realize how hurtful it is that that's ridiculous like i think people shouldn't say these kind of things under the guise of humor because when you're like attacking someone with your humor it's not funny because you've like made somebody a scapegoat you're not really coming up with original stuff you're lame yeah you suck (laughs) yeah yeah one of one of the one of the guys i knew at uni um I mean I went to an all-girls university but we did have like meetings and whatever with uh, with other um people he casually called me a hippo oh my god and I was lost for words like I did not know what to say and just to save him which I hate that I did just to save him I'm like oh you mean I have the balance of a hippo because like I'm not clumsy is hilarious because I'm actually quite clumsy I can sprain my foot walking on a flat surface yeah. I've done it at least twice last week so police queen oh of sprains here <laughs> we're still like kind of helping because he like, kicked himself in the foot like mouth or whatever yeah but this this was like seven years ago yeah, oh this God. was like it's, it's seven years so ago, sad. eight years ago. Yeah, this is like making me want to rant about something else. It's making me want to rant about how women, please tell me, uh, how women like you know, um, feel so bad for men sometimes, and that they like you know, like uh, just like little belittle themselves, and like you know, just to get into with the joke and like to make them feel like to make the men feel safe. Oh, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, it is. It is. It is ridiculous. Men are. I don't know. <laughs> yeah oh um you know but honestly like men men, yeah no sorry go on no like it's uh it's sad you know it's not sad the one thing that I'm liking though is that some of the men that I know you know I was gonna say boys and I realized (laughs) please (laughs) we're all in our almost 30s now um some of the men that I know are seriously trying to unlearn whatever society has taught them like one like one of my friends from school, I mean, I wouldn't call him a friend, someone that I knew from school um, is actively talking about, you know, like self-love and positivity. And he was like, you know what, I am chubby and I am going to try to be fit, but he doesn't want to, you know, like he's, he's just like, I, this is my journey. Just let me be like, stop shaming me. And, and I've had conversations with him. I've had conversations with like some other men as well about being fit and whatever Um, before we like close off or whatever i i wanted to like mention um like the most uh common um eating disorders that people like fall under because of Mm -hmm. like this um negative uh like aspect of uh, the body like image issues um like okay yeah so like firstly like I wanted to just like talk a little bit about like anorexia and stuff how like how bad that is for you and uh, like okay so basically one of the things that um that will allow you to like see somebody that has like understand that this person has anorexia is like if they're uh, literally like counting the calories of um what they're eating so yeah one of the common things about like uh anorexia basically it's like when you have a distorted body image and you restrict the number of calories that you consume in order to like remain thin so they like they're literally like you'll notice a person like actually just like counting the calories of what they're eating and then secondly um you know some of the things um they uh they resort to like extreme measures like you know um purging like you know using their fingers and like making themselves throw up so like one uh, one of the things that people notice is like they have like calluses on their fingers from like constant 
constant purging or like they um abuse laxatives and stuff which is one thing that Jamila Jamel mentioned that how she ended up like going uh, like uh, using laxatives and how bad that was for her and how all these like tummy tea like ads that like you see Kim Kardashian or someone do they're like super bad for you because they cause you to have like explosive diarrhea and then like after a while like your body just stops producing poop because or like being able to expel it because like you've just uh used uh, your gut so much that it's like overworked and like does not work as well anymore so like yeah so those things like you'll notice them uh, excessively like exercising or like vomiting or taking laxatives and this usually like actually starts at a younger age like you know like like say like from 15 to like 25 it's a very common age range for that and um yeah and then like one of the most common uh, disorders that are uh, like in america and then like like north america basically it's a uh, binge eating disorder it's like when you like literally just like starve yourself for a while but then you like binge like you eat so much at once and th that is like super terrible for you because you can end up with like diabetes and like you can end up with so many illnesses because your body is not like made to break down so much food at once like you know your pancreas gets overworked everything gets super overworked so it's like really really bad for you and then the third and like the final disorder uh, is bulimia which is like something uh, princess diana made famous because she actually suffered from bulimia and she used to um so she like was very candid about it and she like told like her struggles because of media she felt that she had to be a certain size and like you know look a certain way so she would like like if she went to a restaurant which she rarely did she would never eat in front of people like if she ever did she would just like go to the bathroom then and like puke it out so yeah so bulimia is like really important one too and that can also like lead to a lot of like um later uh late stage like issues like you know your throat can get like a like lacerations on it uh you can like your teeth actually start like disintegrating because of the acid reflux that is like coming up and then um yeah heartburn stomach pains um all of that kind of stuff and then there's like a lot of like shame that surrounds like bulimia especially because like you know you're you like all your friends are sitting at that restaurant and you like right after a meal you go to the bathroom and you vomit or something so it just like there's so much shame associated to it so yeah, and also like a person that uh, is bulimic, they're usually of a normal size, like you can actually not even tell that, oh, maybe they have bulimia, but like with anorexia, you like reach like a very low BMI and like it's visibly like present that like, oh, this person is suffering from anorexia. And like, you know, one of the things like, um, cause like I did a, a, a whole rotation in psychiatry. So like some patients that have anorexia, they have to like get admitted and they have to learn how to eat again. Like that's how bad it is. Like, you know, you have to reef, they get their stomach, like, you know, um, back to eating like normal food. So you start by like liquids, like a baby, like literally you start with like Cyrillac type food and then you go on to like, you know, bigger foods and stuff. So it's like really crazy. Like these things are so bad for your health. So like um crazy but like people don't like realize that when you are saying negative things to people it can actually result into these kind of conditions yeah. that's and why like these things are more common in younger kids because like you know they don't have the kind of thick skin to be able to um let something slide so like i'm glad for people like jamila jamel and like other celebrities like megan i don't remember her last name uh, but she has like this body positivity page on Instagram. Um, I think it's Crab. I don't remember. C-R-A-B-B-E. But like, yeah, so she has this um, uh, page as well. Like, I'm glad that there's people that are like making it acceptable. And um, Megan, Megan Crab, man. That's your last name. It is? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and like I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm glad that there's like all these like social justice like warrior type people that are like making sure that um uh, negativity is um called out and um people speak against it, especially like those stupid tummy yeah. and stuff. I'm glad people are speaking yeah. against that as well. I feel really bad for being on a juice cleanse right now though. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's not to lose weight. It's only to remove toxins from my body because I had so much junk the past month and a half. So, <laughs> um, yeah. man, um, I have a question. When you're in your juice cleanse, do you like, can you eat normal food or do you have to just like be on the juice? Well, so the juice cleanse that I'm on, they allow you, they so they give you a salad, mm-hmm. which is really good. Man, their salads are amazing. Um, with with protein of your choice, right? Okay. But um, I kind of told them that I don't want their salad because you can make the salad on your own, right? Right. So yeah, so I'm I'm doing that. Like, plus the thing is, I feel like because I'm like again, I don't know. I get so full with the juices and the excessive water that I drink that I just don't feel like eating mm-hmm. at all. So if I have like even a spoon, like the last of my third day, like I'll have like a spoon of salad and I'll be like, I'm done. I just I can't. I'm just so tired. But are you sure? work is so exhausting. I feel like those juices probably cause like bloating or something and they probably fill your stomach with gas. Because if you don't eat like normal food, your stomach gets filled with gas. (laughs) And so it makes it hard for you. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. does, I guess. But I mean, yeah. it's I, I feel pretty full, honestly, mm-hmm. because these are like pretty heavy juices as well. Like, all right. Okay. I mean, it's not just like ABC. It's it's everything. Like you'll have like a zucchini juice. You'll have mm-hmm. like a spinach juice. You'll have something with as kale. You'll have something with It's not making you feel like sick oh. neg- like, or like affecting you negatively. No, no. It's, yeah, then it's good. If, if it's anything, fine. it's making me really hyper. And like, I mean, I was jumping right before this podcast. Right? Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was. But hey, someone. Mm-hmm. talking about my juice cleanse what are you drinking <laughs> oh <laughs> oh my god what uh, are you drinking literally the opposite of what you're doing okay i'm drinking a starbucks a uh, vanilla cold brew with some cream in it mm, so good Ooh, yeah so good yeah that's i i just had like my six detox juice i don't know i just picked up a random number today because i get six it's supposed to be the last one but i yeah um yolo it's kiwi carrot green apple spinach and lemon which is why i'm super hyper because i love green apple like green apple so much makes me so happy nice i really like green apples too because they're like the sweeter ones yeah yeah someone you're frozen i'm scared oh there you are hi <laughs> oh okay you know what's funny because like for me you were frozen and i was like okay um should i continue talking should i pause yeah <laughs> i can still hear, i can still hear you though so. all right yeah same i can still hear yeah. you um, yeah okay so before we like end it like do you want to put like a nice bow on our everything that we talked about because I guess the topic is kind of sad and depressing but like but there's so much positivity though like you know there's people that are like 
trying like really trying to create change and even like stores and retailers they've um started creating change like you know their sizes are more like friendly um and they're being held accountable for like everything that they've done so far so that's pretty good like I'm glad that there are like actual change that is like taking place and I heard that because of Jamila Jamel's like constant like ribbing the Kardashians have stopped doing like the tummy tea stuff they don't sell that on Instagram anymore Kardashians are so stupid can we really are the Kardashians one day they've shaped a generation like you know they've literally shaped girls so um i am glad that they've actually taken a step towards something good but yeah anyways yeah can you put a bow on this conversation morale like how what do i say what do i do i don't know (laughs) put a bow on it happy quote i your weight does not define your worth facts facts that's a pretty good okay this this was not this was a quote not by Jamila Jamil by Rachel Pate all right okay so Meral did you read or see something funny this week I did um recently I reconnected with some of my friends from fourth grade um and I found a picture of me from the fourth grade and I realized I have the same haircut (laughs) <laughs> oh my god yeah. and I sent it to you and you said that you also have the same haircut when you were in the fourth grade oh my god how so we have regressed so that is so true yeah that was so funny oh my god we should post uh pictures of us as kids on our yeah because we literally do have the same haircut like I used to have bangs we do I used to tie like those palm tree like ponies <laughs> in the middle of my head yeah the fountains <laughs> yeah we all love those Mm -hmm. oh wait I have something else that was pretty funny so today I was teaching a grammar lesson and my student who's so like so pretty dramatic she goes she's like miss I'm questioning my life's existence after this lesson and I was like damn man me too but like holy shit (laughs) you're you're only 13 (laughs) oh my god (laughs) but it was really funny Mm -hmm. um poor girl but Yeah. yeah What was the crisis that she was going through? Oh, was this like after you guys were doing like the body positivity type class or? No, it was after I taught a grammar lesson, which oh. honestly was a pretty big, pretty roller coaster-y. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyways. I hope my managers are listening. I'll be out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways. Please. All right. Bye, coconuts. I am so sorry Bye. that the ghost might still be back and has not left the building. We've really tried working on it, but I think it's related to the internet. Honestly, like if whenever there's a lag, we hear like ghost sounds. So ghost yeah, we apologize Buster. for that. <laughs> Bye, coconuts. Ghostbusters in the Middle East. Bye, coconuts. <laughs>